Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Goodbye, University. Welcome, everyone. This is Jeanette. I'm here hosting another Amaze Call with Nancy Barry Jensen. Hello, Nancy. Hello, everyone, and hello, Jeanette. Yes, this is Amaze Yourself, uh, Meditating on Meditations. And the first call that we did, Jeanette, you know, we did that last summer. That first call was really kind of an overview. And this one, we're going to delve deeper into um, just meditations, and and we're going to practice a few here on the call. So just right up front, I just want to say if you're driving a car, this is a good time to turn off this meditation uh, call and listen to it when you're, you know, back at home and you're not operating a vehicle. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Nancy, you might want to cue me to whether we should, should I mute listeners or not? Maybe you want to give me a heads up when it would be a good time to do that just so we don't have any surprise background noise during a meditation. Yeah, and I think also, thanks for that reminder, Jeanette, that uh, anyone here who's listening, if you've got background noise, you might want to just uh, hit star six and mute yourself. And um, and if we're introducing a meditation, that would also be a good time to hit star six and mute yourself so that we can all have a really nice call. And then anyone who listens to this call at a later time um, can enjoy the nice quiet call as well. So with that, Jeanette, why don't we just take a moment, just all of us, wherever we came from, kind of busy day, just kind of, you know, take a nice big exhale, release any stress in our body, and just gently close our eyes. Take another nice big deep breath. Feel yourself calm down. Just feel any stress up by your head. Just gently drain down your body, down your torso, down your legs, and out the soles of your feet. Feel your body settle into the chair wherever you are right now, just feel your body settle. That's gravity connecting you to the earth. Feel your joints relaxing. Your wrists relax. Your elbows, your shoulders. Your hips, your knees, relax. If there's any tension in your ankles, you release them now.
Imagine a bright white light coming down from the heavens into the top of your head and going down your spine and down into the earth, down, down, deep into the earth. See this light, this energy going from the top of your head down your spine, going down into the earth. And wrapping itself around a big boulder in the center of the earth. Notice gravity keeping you centered and connected to the earth. And notice how grounded you feel right now. Okay, now just gently open your eyes. I can see Jeanette was not paying attention. <laughs> I was. I was. I paid full attention. I just didn't follow all instructions. But I want to know who else did. Like who? Who? Who followed along with Nancy for the whole thing? Or, or maybe I should ask who didn't. No one's going to say anything. No one's going to. Maybe fess they're up. still muted. <laughs> um, I I was good for the first I don't know a little bit, but once I realized oh we're doing a for this is a for and what was that was it three minutes maybe five. How yeah. long was that? I couldn't hang with it. I had I my it was not my idea of a good time. <laughs> I was um well I had muted myself because I was toasting my butter. And I mean but buttering my toasting my butter. Buttering my toast. <laughs> I was toasting my butter. Cheers, butter. Thank you. I was toasting my butter and I didn't want to make any noise. But I followed along as I was preparing my little meal. It was nice to have that calming soothe as I was putting into my food. So thank you, Nancy. See, it was calming for me for a little bit, and then I got antsy. This, I only bring it up, Nancy, because we're talking about meditation. And if I'm alone, we do not have to explore this in any way, shape, or form. It does, but And I might very well be alone because I'm in a group of savvy creators. So I'm probably the only one who has this kind of resistance to meditation. Well... I think we've got a lot of savvy creators here, and some people, you know, I have to say, Jeanette, I used to be the same way. So I have a lot of um, empathy for people who struggle with meditation because I certainly had the same experience. And I think it it was taking hearing Abraham say, listen, this is just something that if you want to be uh, a deliberate creator, you must engage meditation. And yeah, I, I never heard, heard him say that. <laughs> I heard them. I heard them say it in the five. Um, I have the the five CD set the vortex of law of meditation. No, it's the five CD set oh. law of attraction uh, with Abe and and uh, Jerry's asking questions and Abe is answering. And I used to listen to that while I exercised, and I kept hearing them say it over and over and over again. And finally, I was like, all right, 
all right, all right, all right, all right. Because I had tried. I tried, I tried, I tried. Well, but here's the thing that happens is that as you practice it, and it is a practice, it's something why did that... Why you practice it? If it, didn't, if it didn't light you up, Nancy, why did you practice it? Why would you do anything anyone tells you to do because they tell you to do it, even when it's Abraham, when it isn't your own inspiration? That surprises me from you. Okay, so I had tried and failed and tried and failed and tried and failed. Four years, like 20 years, tried and failed. And after hearing Abraham say that, I just thought, okay, I, I guess I need to find I need to find a way that's going to work for me, Please, that I can sure. do this. Why? And 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 in between all this, I had had a few experiences too. Um, my I think I had mentioned this before. My second husband um, had been a Buddhist monk, and when he came here to the United States. Um, uh, he ended up working in high tech, but he still had an interest in, you know, all his esoteric studies and learnings. And he eventually uh, went on to, to study hypnotherapy. And he needed to practice his hypnotherapy skills, so I was the guinea pig. And I had had a few experiences with him guiding me through hypnosis where I literally got so relaxed, like I had no idea I was stressed until I'd get into these hypnosis sessions and I would release the stress. And my body would get so relaxed, but my mind would be still be alert, but my body would almost go to sleep. Like, you know, the whole body, like you can't move anything because your whole body has gone to sleep. Um, but my mind was active. And I, so I had had a few of those experiences in, you know, before I heard Abe say, listen, you really got to do this. And so I remember how delicious those were. I remembered how great it felt to feel that relaxed. So there was, there was part of me that knew a little bit about the experience of, you know, having, feeling deeply relaxed and wanted to figure out how to have that experience with, meditation. So I started small, Jeanette. You know, I just started with three to five minutes. Why? Just because Abe said it's important. Abe said it was important, yeah. And I thought, well, you know, maybe there's something I don't know. I'm willing to be open to the fact that there might be something I do not know. I I really respect that. I really appreciate being open rather than thinking we know and being so solid and set in our ways. Maybe I could get some inspiration from that. But since we did our last meditation call, my habits haven't changed. And I, although I have learned to stop beating myself up for it as much as I used to. I recall so did, Abraham you, saying, you, you guys, meditation is overrated. We create through thought, not from no thought. You use meditation if you're stuck with negative thought. If you're not, you're good to go. Like, that's the message I keep repeating to myself from Abraham. And my inspiration never... I shouldn't say that because I do a lot of things that probably look kind of meditation-y, but regular practice is not not for me. Not how, not yet, maybe. So out of curiosity, what are those things that like, you do that are meditation-y? Meditation-y, three deep breaths. I know it's super mini, but oh my gosh, how fabulous is that? Exactly. Fabulous. Yeah. Um, it yesterday counts, Matt. I, it counts. It counts. Yeah. Yesterday yeah. I did some yoga, and um, afterwards I, the, all the dogs around. For some reason, that when I do yoga, the dogs think it's playtime. And so everyone was hanging around, and I just laid on the floor and we, and just kind of stared at the skylights up at the mm-hmm. on the ceiling. And um, that felt kind that, of it felt kind of slackerish. <laughs> oh, I was going to say it felt kind of slacker, like a slacker move. But 
Okay, if that's meditation, that's cool. That, um, that counts. That counts. That's, in fact, I wanted to say, um, yes, guest 10 says it sounds like mindfulness, and that is a form of meditation. And hey, amen. All right. So what we're struggling with me then is, a, is an improper definition, because I, I really do practice it. I, you probably suggested this to me in our last call. I probably should just stop the story that I don't meditate because I do just informs that I don't recognize or qualify as meditation. Right. And I just want to interject here because I forgot to mention it on the last call. Um, As an artist, I used to do this all the time before I learned to meditate, and I, I, I thought there was something wrong with me. Really, honestly thought something was wrong with me. But as an artist, I would, you know, start, I, I, sit down with a piece of paper and start drawing and then painting and I'd get it and I'd zone out. Have you ever had an experience of zoning out? Like you're thinking a thought Mm -hmm. and then the thought stops and then there's no thought and you're still staring off in the distance and you might be there for, you know, a minute or two minutes or even longer, just staring off in the distance and no particular thought kind of zoning out. I used to do that all the time when I was painting and drawing and I thought something was wrong with me. Now I understand that that is also a form of, um, it's not a conscious form of meditation, but it's a way that our brain gets the, the rest that it needs if we're not consciously practicing meditation and consciously getting um, rest. That's what I call being in the zone. So whether I'm, Walking, you know, I don't sit down and, and certainly take the breaths and <clears throat> meditate on my belly button in the morning. I I just don't. But I do. I'm very conscious in the morning of, with my first cup of tea, sitting down and reading spiritual stuff, reading Easy World, reading like whatever book I'm reading, just something to center me for the day. And I just sit there and stare out at the trees. You know, I mean, if there's something on my mind, it'll be on my mind. And then certainly... When I'm engaged in something in my work, if I'm, if there's something really good going on, I'm not thinking. I'm just acting on these impulses that are coming to me. So I don't know if that helps or anything. So, Julie, Julie, that's a very good distinction. There's a distinction between being in the zone. Usually when we mean in the zone, whether we're talking about sports or um, creative people, that's the active part of being open to the flow and, and receiving guidance and following right, like, it and just uh, well, being I'm in the very, flow. I'm very, I'm very conscientious and conscious of a walking meditation. When I enter into the trail, when I get to the trailhead of the forest up here, I'm like, ah. Exactly. You know, it kind of like, just, it's like a Pavlovian response, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The trees and the birds singing and the, yeah, I mean, the wind blowing, even the cars going by. Horns in the you know you know trains way far away. I mean, I just, I just, and I just feel like I'm just a part of, all, and I am a part of all of it. You know? Okay, so Julie, like, hold on to that, hold on to that thought, Julie, because uh, we're going to get to moving meditation later in the call. Oh, okay. Um, but I want to just really get get clear about the difference between zoning out, okay. where you're like having a thought, and then and you're thinking off in the you know you're staring off in the distance while you're having the thought and then the thought stops mm-hmm. and you're just in a place of silence. Or or sometimes I'm like, oops, I missed that exit on the freeway. You know, I'll be so lost in thought with no thought. And then, you know, it's like, oh, my gosh, I'm two miles down the road already. So yeah. that's probably so, your moving meditation, yeah. And so, yeah, I want to – I just wanted – 
make a distinction about that because there was somebody, I'm going to um, talk a little later also in moving meditations about um, doodling. Um, even when oh, we doodle, sorry. when we do doodling, um, there was a guy, he's a professional doodler. He gets paid. <laughs> He gets paid by corporations to be one of those guys that does the drawings while people are speaking. You've probably right. seen those those videos. And he was saying that in, in all his research and study about the brain, he came across a journal that said that the brain is an opportunistic sleeper, meaning that any chance the brain can get to relax and stop, it will take that opportunity. So people who like doodled when they were in school and would doodle on their paper while they were listening to the teacher talk and they'd sometimes get in trouble for doodling, what studies are now showing is that those people that are doodling are activating a different part of their brain when they're doing it. And because they're relaxing the traditional thinking part of the brain while other parts of their brain are being activated, it actually helps them listen deeper and understand deeper. Oh, very cool. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it's very cool. So, um, so Jeanette, to go back to you, I think that in the last call you mentioned that you love watching the smoke on your incense mm-hmm. curl. Have you been doing that? No, no. Um, it, that might have been a phase. <laughs> <laughs> I was I trending at that time. Here. Yeah, I still enjoy seeing it, but I haven't lit a cone in several weeks. Yeah, but I do okay. other things too. I do other things. Like uh, we just we're having gorgeous, gorgeous weather. I I sat outside first. I had just sat in the chair, and then I was like, oh, I'm getting on the ground, thinking of you when I went grounding, and um and not just just not doing anything. But again, I, I kind of think of it as more slackery than meditationy. Kind of it's your off. definition. It's your definition. Say, that's what yeah. I thought. I was like, that's your defin. That's exactly the thought that came to yeah, my I mind. Yeah, I guess if I'm not in lotus position with, you know, the the what's it called, the mudras with the eyes closed, I feel like it. I'm not counting it, but I think I probably do engage it a lot more than oh, I myself do. realize. I bet you do. Don't sell yourself short. I think you do, Jeanette. Exactly. You know, I have on this five CD set from Abraham, but the last CD is all about segment intending. And in that, um, and actually, there's there's a book called The Law of Attraction, The Basics of of the Teachings of Abraham. And um, it was written by Esther and Jerry Hicks. It's basically a transcript of this entire um, CD set, you know, the five CD set. And uh, so I found on page 171, I found the exact part where I was listening to this while I was driving over the weekend, and I thought, oh, I have to remember to share this information on the call. Um, So Abraham is talking to Jerry, and Jerry is asking for clarification between segment intending, uh, a process called the workshop, and the process called meditation. And um, Abraham is basically saying, well, each of these processes is, is for something different, And this is what they say about meditation. A time of meditation by your terms is a segment in which you are intending to be quiet, to quiet your conscious thinking mechanism in order to sense the inner world. It is a time of physical distraction or detachment from the physical so that you may sense what goes on behind the physical. There are different reasons for this detachment, and it is important that as you are enter, enter, entering this segment, 
you identify what your reason is. Your reason is the segment of the meditation. Maybe you simply want a detachment from the world that is confusing or troubling you. You want some time of refreshment. We encourage meditation. It is with intent of allowing the opening of your passageway so that you may blend the inner you that exists in the inner dimension with the conscious physical you that is here in the physical body. Meditation is a withdrawing of your focus from the physical conscious world and allowing your focus to align with the inner world. So, Nancy, Mm -hmm. I totally know why it was so hard for me to follow your meditation when you started. Like, I could do it briefly, but what I was looking forward to was um, engaging with you. And here you were inviting me kind of to disengage. And what I was like, oh, scintillating discussion with Nancy, one of my favorite things. And um, it seems to me that's kind of representative of what I've heard Abraham say about the role of meditation in our manifesting processes in that, you know, it's something to be used for alignment. But if you're already lined up, this is not you. There is nothing that needs to be done here. Or, that's kind of what this call felt like to me, like, ooh, the party started and then Nancy wants us to meditate. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah, and all I was doing is was inviting you to relax with your yeah, eyes closed. I, oh, look at me! I just have a charge on the word, don't I? Mm-hmm. And and your it's based on the um, the definition that you've been operating from for a long and time. I I also suspect I'm a, I I'm in the minority here. I think most people get the value and practice the value of meditation. So I'm going to be quiet about my own personal opinions so we can get some true value out of this discussion today. I'm just curious who else on the call, because we've heard from Julie and we've heard from Jeanette. Is anyone else on the call want to share how they're feeling about meditation? And I will, Jody. Um, Hi, Jody. I, I actually adore meditating. I, I love it. Like I just could meditate for hours um, quite happily. Hi. My resistance doesn't come from um, being in meditation. My resistance comes from making the time to meditate. <laughs> And that was part of the reason why I wanted to dial in for this call. It's like, here's a lovely permission slip that you've given me to meditate with you for this time. Ooh, Nancy, that was one of the myths we covered in our first call, right? About needing right. time. Uh-huh. Yep. And, and, and I, mindfulness I, helps with that too, doesn't it? It's, you know, I don't need, uh, you know, I can be mindful and do that little bit of meditation walking to the bathroom. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. And I must go deep every time or I'm not really meditating. That's also another myth that we talked mm-hmm. about. But the interesting thing, um, Jody, for you to know is that even just five minutes a day, and it doesn't even have to be all at the same time. It could be two minutes in the morning and one minute at lunchtime and two minutes at the end of the day. But they're finding that just five minutes of meditation actually begins rewiring the brain and um and, and helps you become more centered. So even if um, you just take some time in the morning when you're laying in bed before you get up to take some deep breaths and get centered, that could be the start of your day, Jody. Yeah. You could take one minute at lunchtime to just do what Jeanette does, close your eyes, take three deep breaths, feel your body centered, and then go about your day. And uh, and still 
receive the benefit of it, even if you don't have, you know, 20 minutes or an hour uh, every single day to meditate. And I do those things, so that's great, because I was thinking I have not been doing anything, but I do do those those little somebody's calling it micro meditation uh-huh. do that so i am i am I, so i am meditating there you go there you go <laughs> See, sounds I, like we've got hey well, every, that I just goes say, to that show that feels... everybody everybody does it in their own time and in their own way yeah. you know mm-hmm. i mean most at least the people on this call i would say muggles maybe not so much but um, i feel a little like a muggle and when we come to this topic but i'm i'm starting to see it differently nancy i love how you you are giving us credit for two and five minutes. Patrice, uh-huh. I love the micro meditation. That feels that actually feels fun to me. Yeah, and you know I when I'm scripting, that. I get very focused. I mean I just get into a place where I want to be and just will take you know, when I'm inspired and I just take that five minutes and just script out and that to me is a meditation, a very focused almost meditation. Oh, a but moving you know what? Meditation. Mm-hmm. It's a, again, a move. Yeah, see, look at that's interesting to note that I'm really into moving meditations, but to get <laughs> me to sit down and get this monkey <laughs> to quiet, mm-hmm. that is always not so easy. Well, and I can tell you from, you know, choosing to practice and kind of play with and experience meditation that the more you do it, the more that <laughs> monkey mind mm-hmm. quiets down. You know, right. and and so, some days are worse than others. I have noticed, like some days I'll sit down and boy, that mind is just going a mile a minute. And no. other days, I'll, and I can barely do five minutes, you know, and other days I sit down and I can do 45 minutes without even blinking an eye. It's just so easy for me and it feels good. And And when you have those kinds of experiences, they're so delicious that they almost keep calling you back. Right. Do it again. Try it again. Do yeah. it again. And then, of course, what happens is if if you have one of those days where it's hard to quiet the mind, you have to really learn not to judge yourself on those days. And so part of the meditation practice is loving yourself right where you are, wherever you are. Wait. I don't <laughs> really want to quiet my mind, do I? I just want to quiet my negative thoughts. Because... Or the, or the. If I'm just having positive thoughts, there's no. Well, true, true. Rock but and roll, I, right? Right. Well, so here's been here's what my experience has been. Um, we, my experience is that meditate. The result of meditating is that the mind quiets. It's not that I start out trying to quiet the mind. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. The result yeah, yeah, of it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So okay. uh, it sounds we, overrated to me. When people and why does it sound overrated to you, Jen? <laughs> because if I could choose between a blank mind with peace and equanimity, no thoughts, versus feeling fabulous thoughts of appreciation and joy and anticipation, and I'm going to go that way all day long. And that's your choice. That's your your prerogative to do that. I have to say, I I was noticing for years before I learned meditation, I was noticing that I would like go for a walk or, or do a, a weight training workout. And at the end of my workout, I would almost crave silence and quiet. And I didn't understand at the time why that, why I was having that experience every time I did uh, an exercise where I really, you know, I was sweating and, and your body blood flowing through my body and whatever, I was craving the opposite. I was craving 
quiet sitting down and being still. And once I started meditating and started realizing how wonderful that felt, now do I, do I want to do it all day long? Uh, not unless it's, pure, pure awareness is a, a whole separate subject, but general meditation, probably not. No, I, after about 45 minutes to an hour, I get bored and I want to do something else, even on, even on the good days. But, um, but I, I think that Jeanette, What's happened for you is you've got a definition that's not serving you. It's telling you that meditation is not fun and it's got a lot of rules that you don't want to comply with and mm-hmm. it's just not your idea of a good time. And you haven't given yourself enough of an opportunity to experience the delicious parts of it like you heard Jody saying how much she oh, loved today. it. It was yeah. delicious for the first minute. I was like, woo, yay. But then I was like, oh, wait. <laughs> she tricked us. We're doing a meditation. <laughs> the second time I tricked you into a meditation, the first time you didn't <laughs> You will all meditate. <laughs> That's funny. I really don't want to be the cantankerous person on this call, so I, I want to let Nancy do some justice to this subject like I know most people will appreciate so I really am going to quiet down with my opinions on this one <laughs> okay and funny. I I just wanted to make sure that everybody who had an opinion on this had a chance to share theirs um anyway to... hello Brenda. 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 <laughs> hi hi no I I just um I've I've meditated off and on for well, I, I used to do it very regularly, about 25 years ago. Like I never miss uh, meditation, and then I went through like 20 years where I didn't do any, uh, except for the occasional uh, attempt <laughs> again. And then uh, I started feeling that inward pull. To, to go there again and um then again and and so I've been playing around anyway in December I made a commitment to myself that I was going to do it regularly and not miss it was I wanted it part of my my life again so I've been meditating I I've, I've been doing mantra meditation uh twice a day for 30 minutes each time uh since December and uh, I feel it. I feel that pull when the time of day comes. Like uh, you know, before supper, I can kind of feel that. Like I can't wait to get in on my zafu. <laughs> uh, right. So I I feel the pull. So I'm enjoying it again. And uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And look at you. I mean, you're. The fact that you had had the prior experience 25 years ago, I, I mean, person listening to this call who hasn't meditated before, 30 minutes twice a day is pretty ambitious and probably Absolutely. not yeah, <laughs> something yeah, yeah. they're going to do. But, um, but because you had had that experience, Brenda, and you knew the benefits of it, yeah. you were willing to make that commitment again in December, and you were willing to, to you know, 
do what you had to do with your schedule. If there was a will, there's a way. You were going to find a way to fit it into your schedule and, and get it in because you'd experienced the benefits of it. And I think people like Jeanette who have not experienced it or anyone new on the call who's listening who's not experienced it, you know, for those people, I recommend um, doing it whatever way you can do it, whether it's going out on the grass and, and, and just being or uh, whether it's mindfully washing the dishes and putting them in the dishwasher or it's, you know, uh, watching the smoke coming off a candle or a, a cone of incense or it's um, um, taking those three deep breaths multiple times a day. That's, that's your way in. And the more you follow it and keep following it, you'll get to a place where, okay, I can do five minutes. Yeah, I can do five minutes. I can make five minutes. Or I can make five minutes in the morning and five minutes at night. Now you're doing ten minutes a day. And once you start feeling the deliciousness of it, I think then you'll be um, more inclined, more interested in, in you know, going going further. Um, yeah, I will, but, I'll, I'll add to that, like when you were saying that, not every meditation feels delicious. Right, right. And, right. and I mean, I, th I think what really will screw me up is when I start judging. Mm -hmm. Oh, gosh, like, I've been through this spell of three weeks where I haven't really gone deep, you know. <laughs> I haven't felt that drop into the gap like I, I mm -hmm. have been here and there. And, and or sometimes for days consistently I'd feel that drop at and I, I love those feelings because it's usually followed by a feeling of expansion. But if I if I go through through a spell where, oh, it's just like my mind just will not quit. Um, but that is that's a byproduct too of meditation. Uh, uh, when you your body's releasing stress, it, it comes up in the form of thoughts. Right, so true. You notice the thoughts. You just gently return to the mantra. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're doing mantra meditation, or it could be your breath if you're doing breath um, meditation. breathing yeah. meditation or something. But yeah, yeah. And and I and also I I've got to say that when I used to meditate 25 years ago, I didn't meditate for I didn't meditate twice a day. It was once a day before I went to bed, and it was about 20, 25 minutes, mm -hmm. 30, 30 minutes tops. And it was never twice a day, only once. And I had I had actually a profound experience during that that time. And, and But I, I know that from that experience, it's not really, you don't have to do it twice a day. But I think consistency is so helpful, personally. Yeah. I found. And I think the the nice thing about consistency, like Julie mentioned, she she does something first thing in the morning to kind of set the vibrational yep. pace for the day. So that's Correct. the benefit of meditation in the morning. The benefit benefit in the evening I found is that um, it helps me sleep better. So it's kind of a weird thing that here you're in this very quiet meditative state before bed, and then you get up and you go to bed. <laughs> You know, but I have found that it just it helps me release the stress of the day so that when I go lay down, I'm not doing that for the first hour 
while laying in bed. I, instead, I'm, I'm free to go straight to sleep because I've already kind of released the tension and the stress. Yeah. So thank you, thank you for sharing that, Brenda. That's wonderful. And, yeah. Uh, so, so now it's that you've nice done this, that perspective. yeah, and you've started this in December. It's now February. Uh, yeah. yeah. Are you planning on on keeping this? Oh yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm not stopping now. <laughs> and you and you. What are the benefits that you've noticed just in the last two months? Um. Uh, to tell you the truth, I. I'm not really looking on the outside for benefits yet. I'm I figure I haven't noticed my life change profoundly or anything. I just uh I'm just feeling the pull to do it and so I'm gonna go with that. Like something Absolutely might show up later down the road, but I uh, you know, a lot of people see their lives change like right off the bat. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um when I decided to be consistent again, I thought, oh, yeah, my whole life's going to change. Yeah, yeah, you just wait you know, two or three months down the road. and <laughs> Because that's what you hear from a lot of other people. But it, it, it's, it's the more I look for stuff like that, <laughs> I seem to throw myself off into left field. So I'm just uh, enjoying it and... and uh, I have deeper meditations. I have not so deep meditations, and um, oh well, I notice my dream life definitely. Even though I keep looking for other things outside of it, I realized uh, lately. I, I thought, oh, my dream, my my dreamer call is like ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Right. I wake up every morning and I think, oh my god. And I I know now that it is it is just from meditating um, consistently. So things are changing on the level of mind, I guess. Um, Great, and we'll Thank just you. see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we will see. Thank you so much for sharing that, Brenda. I appreciate yeah. that very much. Um, in chat, uh, and that is making a comment, petting the cat, which, um, hey, another another form of moving meditation. I, are you noticing that there's actually I'm, lots of ways to be I'm mindful? I'm noticing that one, yeah. That got my attention. <laughs> there's what lots of say? ways. I'm probably a better meditator than all of you combined if we can't yeah. have one. Probably. Probably. Do it as a down. Julie, what, what Annette had written in chat was petting the cat, and I said that's another form of moving meditation. Oh yes, our our animals because Absolutely. you know there's something so calming and um and it it brings you right into the now, right into the present moment, and it's very uh, calming and feels good. Um, and and you're moving at the same time. Uh, you know, I mentioned earlier doodling, and I just want to say for the benefit of the call, um, there's something called zentangling. Um, you can Google that. It's Z-E-N-T-A-N-G-L-I-N-G. There's a website, zentangle.com. Um, it, it's literally been uh, copyrighted and turned into a brand, uh, but the generic term for it is doodling <laughs> and um and it's doodling in a way where it's very calming and very relaxing and the aesthetics are less important than the experience of the relaxation that happens 
when you practice um, this particular form of moving meditation. And it's something that, you know, you can either, you can go to Zentangle.com, you can sign up for their workshops, you can pay for their supplies, you can do all that if you want, or you can take a eight and a half by 11 piece of paper and fold it into four equal sections, and then take one section at a time and draw a scribble with a loop from one corner to the next, and then begin filling in the different sections of the paper with whatever doodles that you want and whatever comes to mind. And um, that the paradox here is that this is a, a calming, relaxing, moving thing. You can do it in five minutes. You can do it in ten minutes, however long you want to spend doing it. You can start it, walk away, come back, and do a little more. The paradox is, is that with less emphasis on the aesthetics, you might end up being surprised uh, at the little masterpieces you come up with just because you're in a state of relaxation and you're allowing yourself to be creative without any judgment of good, bad, right, or wrong. Um, so I, I encourage people, if you're interested, go to YouTube and search Zentangle or Doodling. There's tons tons, tons of videos out there of people giving examples and sharing how it's done or how you can get started. And then once you get started, you can begin adding your own stamp to it and do whatever it is that you want. But um, I know people who, you know, in their journals, they not only physically write in their journals, but they also do um, these kinds of doodles in their journals as a way of relaxing and releasing tension. So I'm missing I'm missing what's going on in chat here tonight. Is there something that I need to focus on or not really. I was just saying I you know, here I was when you said earlier, you know, if someone starts out trying to do thirty minutes twice a day, that's a little much. I was like, Yeah. But then when we count petting the cat, I practically start every day at least thirty minutes, sometimes an hour. When Elvis is sleeping right next to me, I'm totally awake. I'm i I'm totally ready to start my day, but I'll pet him for as long as he sleeps yeah. in. Yeah. So Hey, hello. I'm probably logging more <laughs> meditation time than seriously I ever would have guessed. Uh-huh. <laughs> you probably are. And you mentioned, I know you mentioned this in the last call, too, that your dad changed in powerful ways when he began regularly yeah. meditating. And, yeah, and it wasn't necessarily overnight, but over time, I could sure tell a difference in who he was as a person and also how he looked. I mean, he he... When I when I am out in the world with my dad and Russ, it's hard to tell who's my boyfriend and who's my father. Wow! My, not because Russ looks so old, although he does have gray hair. But but my dad he he has look he has become younger over time. And I've mm -hmm. chalked it up to his meditation habit. I don't know. Maybe it's something else. He hasn't really changed his diet that much. I don't think. But I don't know. Maybe it's something else. Well, I think the other the other benefit of meditation is that it it feels so good that when you come out of it, you're less interested in getting involved in drama and chaos. So true. And well, that is very true. You just you just don't like, feel like getting involved in it. So yeah, we, when we go to lunch and we're, and someone sits us and there's like a crying child right behind us, I'll be rolling my eyes, going, "Oh my God, please let them be finishing." And and my dad doesn't he isn't having any of it. He just smiles and he'll say something cute about the kid or whatever. Like he just literally does not connect with the stress the way that I do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. And uh you know, I was driving yesterday, I was coming back on the freeway and um 
I had a car that wouldn't let me onto the freeway, you know, when you're merging. <laughs> you, wow. And literally this this particular en- uh, exit only has like, I don't know, probably a car and a half in terms of length for getting off, uh, you know, onto the freeway. And a car wouldn't let me in. And um, I know that 20 years ago that would have just infuriated me. But yesterday I was like, okay, you know, you go first. I'll go after you. And then mm-hmm. um, as we're mm-hmm. as we're on the freeway, <laughs> so nice, Nancy. I probably, go, the... I probably go. Go ahead, asshole. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but sure, go on. Go ahead. But going. I know that yeah. I know that I've changed because of meditation. I there were things that yeah. were happening. There were people pulling in front of me and slamming on their brakes. There were people doing you know ridiculous stuff, and I found myself just kind of like I'd see them start to do it. And I'd go, okay, here they're going to do that. So I would just let them, and I just didn't let it bother me. And I know that I'm able mm-hmm. to not let it bother me because I've experienced the the regular experience in meditation has brought so much calming into my experience that I'm I opt for that rather than drama. You oh, know, where you know is what? It? twenty years ago? Absolutely, and just uh, very much like when my this my previous employer, when the boss told me he was going to put me on a plan for closing too many big deals, I remember besides the shock, I just remember going, "Well, isn't this going to be interesting?" I mean, I was like, "Okay, uh, this does not this is uh, all the work of God here, so I don't have to worry about wow. a thing." Yeah. Well, this is a this is a a compelling reason to engage a regular practice to hear you guys tell yeah. the stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. Uh, True. Um, I also want to mention that there's other kinds of walking or moving meditations, including the the more traditional version, which is where you walk very slowly, in sync with your breath. So uh, imagine outside in fresh air, in sunshine, walking slowly, where you inhale, take one step forward, rest. Exhale, bring the other foot forward to the first foot, rest, and then inhale, step forward, rest, and then exhale. Pardon me? 60 Minutes, who just did a story on a guy that went on like a silent retreat and they showed those guys doing the walking meditation. I didn't see that, but that would be great. National news, yeah. I'll do you think you can get that? Um, did, what were they saying about the? People? It looked really silly. I was just laughing at the thought of how because it looked really funny doing it. It was re- it was really funny. But you know, I have to say, I, I have an elderly neighbor who used to be a doctor in Hong Kong, and I see him three times a day out walking this way. He just goes around the block, which is not terribly big, but he, you know. Walking that way, it probably takes him a good forty-five minutes to walk around the block. Um, Interesting, but. He is so calm in the midst of, you know, uh, ambulances going by and cars and people and all the chaos going on around around him. And here he is very calmly and very um, easily just kind of focusing on his breath and and doing the meditation. I think in public it it's harder to do because there's people that want to get around you and they're on their way doing their thing and you know what they want to do but if this if my talking about this piques your interest then that means you're a person who who should give this a try and just see what you think 
And if you like it, keep doing it. And if you don't, you know, find something else. Personally, I do walk at speed. I'll walk my full, you know, 15-minute um, mile speed uh, while repeating uh, a mantra or an affirmation. Now, in that's my what mind. I do, Nancy. That's what I do. Mm -hmm. I do what, what, and what, it makes uh, me feel great. I have it down to where, especially with this job, I leave my house go, you know, walk three or four blocks, and then I ascend up these stairs. Really, it's like Rocky of Philadelphia, you know, the Philadelphia, those steps. You go up, you go up to this other street, and then you see all these mountains, and then walk more, and then back. I can do this in 30 minutes. And while I'm doing that, I'm whatever is my mantra of the day. Usually, you know, it's, I'm a very, 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 very lucky girl. That one, or just with something with business or whatever's on my mind, and it, it's amazing how I feel amazing. I it's amazing. It is amazing. It's, yeah. It's yeah. Amazing. You're, you're, you know, uplifting your vibration. You're getting physical exercise. You're getting fresh air. You're moving the chi in your body. Um, right. And you're walking away from it with a really uplifted um, mental outlook. Um, one of the meditations or one of the mantras that I use is an affirmation that Florence Scovel Shin, or it's a variation on Florence Scovel Shin's uh, affirmation. Yeah. I earn money in a wonderful way with wonderful people for wonderful pay. Yeah. And because it's a rhyme, it's just got a really great rhythm to it that when I'm walking, I earn money in a wonderful way with wonderful people for wonderful pay. It's just so easy to keep uh, saying that and walking. Um, in chat, I see that um, I think it's Patrice made a comment about um, Tai Chi as a moving meditation. And, um, yes, that's also another great way. And I know in my community we have a number of parks where they offer free um, Tai Chi, uh, where literally there's hundreds of people in the park all at the same time silently going through the, the Tai Chi routines. And it's pretty amazing just to even stand there and watch them. Um, and I imagine participating would be really fun, too. And... Um, so, Jeanette, you're saying that that's something that calls to you? So much so, I just Facebook messaged a friend that I think would, he's a martial arts guy, but I think he knows Tai Chi, and he's offered to come over and teach me stuff before, because, you know, I'm I'm such a hermit, I hardly ever leave, so I wouldn't probably uh, go to a park. But I bet he would come over and teach it to me, so I just texted him, or Facebook mess, messaged him to see if he will. My daughter yeah. is a Qigong instructor. Diva teaches Qigong. Maybe that's she what gone. I'm thinking of. What's yeah, the difference and, um, She got level two certification. Now she's working at Nike, but she still has some clients, and she'll work on me a little bit and it's and show me some moves. And it's amazing. Mm -hmm. oh, constipated, do this move. Peace of mind, do you know? I mean, put the energy. It's just amazing what you can mm -hmm. do with uh, mindfulness and meditation and movement with uh, qigong. Now, Tai Chi is where they move the energy with their hands, uh, and you see them, they move very slow, like in slow motion, and they're moving the energy, the Chi, around with their hands as they're very slowly moving. And Qigong does that, too. I mean, I do Falun Dafa, which is a form of Qigong, um, but it's... Like a, it's a set, for Qigong or Falun Dafa, there's a, a set like routine that you do. You you do specific moves in a specific way at a specific pace 
you know, just, and yes, you're moving the chi, you're moving the energy while you're doing it, but um, um, I'm not completely sure what the difference is between Tai Chi and Qigong. I know Qigong is used for healing, and I see Patrice making a comment. My acupuncturist says Tai Chi is what builds your ability to give Qigong to others. Say that again. She says in chat, my acupuncturist says Tai Chi is what builds your ability to give Qigong to others. Oh, okay. So I understood Qigong as being um, uh, like a healing modality. So, oh, guess 11 says Tai Chi is a movement where Qigong is an energy that he gives to others. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I need to turn you guys on to something that I think is pretty cool. And Nancy, I don't know if, you, and Jeanette, and the rest of you guys, have you heard of Yamana balls? And don't laugh. It's Y A M like Mary U N A. This woman, Yamana. Um, if you can Google it, I'm not in front of a, an email, but um, it is a series of different sized um, balls mm-hmm. that you roll on. And there is this gal here that I've had several one-on-one On the sessions. floor? You roll on the floor or in yeah, your hands? Yeah, or on a mat, you know, mm-hmm. on the floor on a mat. She, I do it on a mat. I've had several one-on-one sessions with her. It is amazing to open up. I mean, and it is a full-on meditation, just just you, your higher self, your body, and source, to, and your healing angels, just to really get in there and just feel your body, move your body, get the joints loosened up a little bit. I mean, it feels so good it's like giving yourself a massage and they're different sizes i recommend them to anybody um y-a-m like mary u-n like nancy a yamana her story's pretty amazing and this girl who is my teacher here she was a stunt double got very injured 12 years ago and the only thing that helped her was about seven years ago finding the yamana method of using these balls anyhow it's another form of moving meditation i wanted to Wow, thank you for that. I'll have to definitely look that up. Um, in chat, I think it's Patrice says they have um, they have miracle balls. It hits all the pressure points. Um, and I I know that there's something. I don't know what they call it. They uh, but I I know that there's something that they recommend in um, CrossFit, where it's like a it's like a tube, and it's uh, slightly squishy, but it's also got some firmness to it. And you and you roll your feet, your hands, and certain parts of your body, like your um, thighs. Um, you get on top of it and you roll against it. And it's supposed to do the same kind of thing where it get, goes deeply into the tissues and it and, releases and I do, stress. I do have a foam roller that I've had for a couple years. The foam mm-hmm, and it does help, and I. And that formal, and I can I can actually like give myself a chiropractic adjustment, you know, using it and stuff. So that's great. But these balls get into where the roller really can't. And you can literally lay lay. I mean, it's amazing. You just have to you know um, see about it. But it's just I and I, so I use both actually. Like if I because those are like the big muscles with that roller. With these balls, you can have different sizes and strengths, and you can just like really roll in, even like underneath your armpit and get your lymph glands. You know what I mean? I mean, it's amazing. Now, imagine imagine if you were doing that and at the same time had some kind of a um, positive mantra or positive keywords that you were repeating 
and focusing on while you do well, it. Well, I keep telling my, but I keep saying thank you because I invoke Archangel Raphael and mm-hmm. my team, you know, my higher self and the healing angels and all that when I'm doing that specific kind of work, meditation. And I thank them all, and I just say, you know where you're supposed to go. You know what you're supposed to do. You know where you're supposed to go. You know what you're supposed to And just allow whatever comes up and go with it, and it's helped quite a bit. So for me, anyhow, in my humble opinion. Hmm. Okay, well, thank you so much for that, Julie. I'll have to definitely look into it. So as you can see, there's lots of different ways that you can get into a meditative state and and also be moving and getting, you know, physical exercise and fresh air and sunshine and um and and releasing tension. So so good. All right, I want to mention one more uh type of meditation and that is solution centered meditation. And I'm wondering, Jeanette, you know, we're we're almost at the top of the hour here. Maybe I should hold on to this this until the next mm-hmm. call. Mm-hmm. I, I think that would be a good idea, personally, okay. and just to do it justice. I don't want to try and race through it. Right, and I ninety-minute recording. Yeah, mm-hmm. hard for people to get through. So, yeah, yeah. that sounds interesting. Um, solutions meditation. Is that what you said, yeah. Nancy? Yep, solutions. Yeah, that does sound interesting. Ooh. So that'll, that'll be so the next thing we do. I see the rest of Nancy's notes, you guys. Yeah, we. D- yeah, this is going to be a good part two of our. <laughs> Or would it be part three, Nancy? I don't know. <laughs> well, what I'll do is I'll, you know, I'll, uh, so this time we talked about meditation. The next call will be about accessing the feeling place or, you know, visualization. And then we'll go again into rest and um, and emotions. And then when we circle back around to meditations again, um, I'll share this solution-centered meditation with everyone. And, oh sure. Um, well, we'll be in suspense, but this was a this was a good call, and I think I feel kind of little by little, I feel myself chipping away at my old unserving story of how I am with meditation. So thank you for not kicking me off the call, Nancy. <laughs> <laughs> that was nice of me, wasn't it? <laughs> see another benefit of meditation. <laughs> I see it. I totally see it. I might not have been as patient as you were. So. For people right. who are, are listening to this call and are thinking, you know, I really would like to start learning meditation. I'd like to um, get started. I have a program called um, Meditation Mentor where I guide you through just five minutes of meditation a day initially and then grow you to begin doing more meditation on your own. And, um, and I do it in the way that I ended up having to do meditation in order to learn it and and appreciate it and enjoy it. And um, Meditation Mentor is uh, one of the products that I offer on my website, AffirmingSpirit.com. So if you go to AffirmingSpirit.com and click on Products and then just go to Meditation Mentor, there's more information there. So thank you, everybody who is on the call. I so appreciate you being here. I loved the conversation. I loved the sharing. And um, we've We've definitely got more to discuss on this subject, and I look forward to doing that when we do. And next month, in March, we'll be talking about accessing the feeling place and using visualizations to do that. Ooh. I'm looking All forward right. to that one already. Nancy, thank you so much for yeah, being such you. a wealth of support and information and encouragement here at Good Vibe University. This is yet another fabulous call from you. I um, I can't wait to learn more from you. Thank you. 
You're welcome. Have a great day, everyone. Thanks, everybody. Bye, Bye, guys. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.